1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The
0: morning, Arrow. I have to laugh at things like that. You can sit comfortably. It is radio. Oh, no. You're on, Nico. You're the pressure's on, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how it goes. <laughs> Oh
0: my God, what you are doing with P Valley. What you got to tell me to be on that set because I always try to look beyond the storyline to see what you guys are actually going through.
1: We are going through a whole lot. Well, we were going through the pandemic while creating a show based in the pandemic. So there there are layers and levels to the reality <laughs> that you know you get that you are witnessing when you're watching this season. Um, but being on set, it is a it's a it's a vibe, Arrow. I'm not gonna lie to you. It is a true vibe. I think, you know, you would think that it's all high, like high energy mm-hmm. and like hype and all that stuff. And it can be definitely when we're in the pink and, you know, we're having one of those performance nights. But oftentimes Even when we have performance nights, uh, the background that are there that are playing the patrons of the club, they oftentimes can be in awe because they are seeing the true athleticism and and just the style of the women and the dancing that's really happening. And they see the effort that truly goes into it. And it's one thing when you do it and you're watching it, listening to the music. And it's another thing when you have to be in silence because we need it for sound purposes, you know, and just the filmmaking aspect of it all. And I think that's one of the things that when you get to see, even from last season when Mercedes was on the pole and the sound drops out and you get to hear her breathing, I think that that's one of the things that kind of, it's kind of like the, the, it's the, the, the secret hook of the show. Yeah. It's going to subvert the expectation of what you think that this is. So you really are inside the tornado. You are inside the storm when these characters are on the pole and living and getting free or running from or expressing or whatever that thing is when you are on that pole. And I think that that is something that happens with all of the characters. Uh, This season, you definitely get to see what these characters cost is for standing in the sun.
0: You talk about that breathing, and I'm going to tell you something, that is still with me, at the way that it wrapped up, because I, I remember exactly how mm. I reacted, because I'm one of those people that when, when I think a film was over, I go, end it now, end it now, end it now. This is where you, there's the crescendo. And you guys created the perfect crescendo.
1: Mm, I love that. It's the musicality of it all. Yes. You know, there's a musicality to, I believe, Southern culture in general. You know, not just the way that the characters speak, it's the language. Some use more colorful language, like Uncle Clifford uses extremely colorful language. You know, um, the the range, the pitch of voice, it's not, there's no, um, there's no stronghold on us, you know. And I think that lends to that crescendo and decrescendo, so even as you say you're so
0: right about the Southern language, because I've lived in the South here for 35 years, and one of the things that I've learned about mm-hmm. about Southerners and stuff like that, there's a lot of body language, but more importantly, there's mm-hmm. a lot of just, you can just sit there and go, mm-hmm, and, that, and that's enough said. It's oh. like, oh, my God, I'm moving. That is correct.
1: <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. If, if someone says, morning. What they say, morning. That's There's it. a difference. You know, you, you know oh, what it is. So you true. Is. So
0: true. So now, did you grow up in the South? How did you learn how to make this so authentic? Because you got because you're talking about the Delta. The world comes to the Delta in 2022, mm-hmm. and and you have got to make it real.
1: Mm-hmm, you do. I have my uh, my mom's family has roots down in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. You know, um, my father's from Ghana and my mom had an international experience when she was young, you know, at the air force base and things like that. So I come from just a world that's a mix of a lot of different things. And I think hearing sound um, in dialects, uh, that, that was a part of my ear training and then the music of it, you know, I, I did train in musical theater and, and all of that with choreography and everything. And I think that, um, how do we do it? You, well, we have a dialect coach. Um, mm. And then I think our creator, Katori Hall, she is from she's from Memphis, Tennessee. And what you do, everything is extremely collaborative on this show. Um, so she's very much so working with us. She is an accessible creator. She's mm. not in the the castle tucked away. So you get to hear her speak. She is decorated immensely, you know, from higher education and the Pulitzer Prize and the Olivier Award and and all of these things. But she is still a Southern girl. And I think, you know, it's a part of her mission that the Southern black experience specifically is highlighted, you know, and I think that that's something that she's been very successful in doing not only in P Valley, but in her work, because I've been able to be a part of some of her other iterations of work. So, um, that's a part of getting that dialect and the musicality, right. I think it's in the language, you know, expressing, using the color of the language, the, the, the use of metaphors and the use of, um, scripture you know there's there's always just this mix of everything yeah. that's all all up in there
0: well see that my, my good gumbo. My, my wife and i ah, <laughs> my wife and i have talked mm-hmm. about katori hall a lot in the way that because of the i, I just it, you have to have you know your, your your actors to trust you to you they relinquish their control into her vision and all of a sudden these stories come up mm-hmm. that that people can really dive into i think she's the next tyler perry i mean are you feeling the same thing that we are on this side
1: I feel that Katori Hall is her Katori Hall. I feel that okay. she is her own brilliant storm. Yep. I think that she, I think that she really has her finger on or her arms wrapped around in a big tight hug mm-hmm. around who her people are. <laughs> I think that she she is a woman who knows her culture. Yep. She said to me one time that if she has the opportunity to just highlight for a moment the brilliance of her people, the ingenuity of her people. She feels that that's a part of her life's mission. And I echo that as an actor and an artist that being a part of this world, um, it feels invaluable to be able to to be seen and to give life and credence to these characters who oftentimes go unrecognized, you know? And I think that the real the tr- the real people in the world that represents these marginalized characters that we are portraying, they are also celebrated this season in season two. So I think that you know you get to see the real people and the fictional characters really come to come to a meeting point and and in turn, hopefully that affects us all in real life you know
0: and see and vicariously people live through this show and and you know how people are Mm -hmm. oh i can do that i can do that you know that's that's like uber and lyft as well as ship we all think we can do it but when we do it we don't do it very well (laughs) are people reaching out to you guys going hey look show us the way
1: people do reach out and i think that they want they oftentimes people can think that it is easier than it um truly truly is whether that is pole dancing whether that is rhyming, um, you know, or whether that is acting in general. One of the things that I always say, I say, know your why. Why are you getting into this industry? Why are you doing this thing? And I don't ask that why as a deterrent. I ask that why so that you have some kind of course and a compass for yourself so you know where to go and what to do. It's one of those things that's kind of like rooted, connected to even Uncle Clifford and all of her rules. I think that those rules are really meant to build character in you and to, to give you some kind of framework to say who you are.
0: Yeah, listeners need to understand that that this story is so powerful in the way that you have to have a brilliant platform and that platform is Stars. And I mean get, to give you guys that open space to be able to say, all right, here's mm-hmm. our art. I mean, the Stars has been with you guys. This like I said, this this is like a, a you know, your second season.
1: Yeah. It's the second season and I've been with the character since two thousand and nine. So it's been a long yeah, it's been a long road going from stage to film and us with the pilot and season one and season two. I think it's just an amazing and blessed ride, truly. Truly.
0: So then I'm gonna put it on you that the, the you're you're not the next Tyler Perry you're Nico, you're, 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 you're setting your own style because I mean I love the fact that you came from the live stage and, and because there's something about that stage that people don't understand. And, and, and the reason why is mm-hmm. because that person up there in the top row felt your emotion in television. If you just start yeah. in television, they don't feel that emotion right away.
1: I think that you have something there, you know, with the, the medium of television and film and you have an opportunity, I feel as the actor to be more intimate You know, um, I definitely was very well aware that as Uncle Clifford, she may be very different from most people um, from their initial perception, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that she is. I think through experiencing her and seeing her full life, I think that you get to identify with her people, men, women, heterosexual, bisexual, pansexual, non-binary, young and old, full-figured. I think that there are a lot of points of connection that, that come from that character, as well as all of the different characters that we play. It's a it's really a world where everyone can be seen yep. and heard I and mean, felt.
0: I know you've sat down to watch the show. What do you feel when you're one of us on, on this side?
1: Oh, I feel pride, first of all. I'm like, because <laughs> sometimes I forget. I was like, oh, that is what we did. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I feel feel pride, not only as the artist and being a part of it, I feel pride when I look at it and I see people that look like my family. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that when you do not see people who look like you or move like you, you run the risk of feeling that you, of, of an erasure, you know, sometimes, you can forget that you exist in this world and get caught up in the the fight and the strife to just be. Um, so when I watch the show, um, I feel like our our brilliance is echoed. Um, and yes, there's mess there. Yes, there, there absolutely is. But there's always grit yep. to go along with the glitter.
0: Wow. You got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you.
1: All right, you going to throw me out the window or the door? <laughs> I'm
0: <not> gonna, <laughs> no, I'm going to invite you in here. We're going to
1: That's gonna... <laughs> a
0: southernism right there, man. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, you be brilliant today, okay?
1: Thank you. You do the same. You do the same. I'll see you down at the paint.